You're listening to Food for the Future on 980 CFPL and 980CFPL.ca. Here's your host, Peggy O'Neill. I'm Peggy O'Neill, home economist and host of Food for the Future. Today we return to the monthly series, City Farming, in which we discuss new ways to think about food in urban settings. We'll talk about having the right resources and tools for home growing and gardening. It's my pleasure to introduce to you Peg Brulé, Content Marketing Specialist for Garden at Lee Valley Tools. Welcome, Peg. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to have you here today, uh, Peg. And I'm wondering, uh, Lee Valley Tools has been helping home growers and gardeners for a really long time. And I'm sure for a long time yet to come, we'll be continuing to do that. And can you share with us what Lee Valley Tools' vision is when it comes to home gardening? We believe that gardening is something that everybody can do, whether you're a beginner, whether you're an expert, maybe you just have a balcony or a big buck yard. We want to help you with that. We have the tools, we have the knowledge to get you from the beginner to the expert. Wonderful. When you were mentioning, you know, gardening is for anyone and anyone can grow something and there's something so endearing and poetic about that. The reality is with the right tools and expertise and even just a windowsill, everyone can garden. So I love that because it adds a a way of life. It's a concept of a way of life. And Peg, you mentioned seasoned all the way through to new gardeners. They're all seeking inspiration. How does Lee Valley Tools help inspire gardeners? For starters, we really take pride in the photography that we do for our products and our copy. We speak to our customers as if they were a friend and we just explain the tools, we explain the features. We want to encourage people to try new things. One of the ways that we can inspire people at our stores is we have workshops, we have drop-ins, we have demos. You can do a five-minute demo on a product. Our staff are actually waiting to help you. That's their job is is to impart their knowledge because you come in and you might be a little intimidated. Maybe you're a new gardener and they just want you to be the best gardener that you can be. You know, when I go to Lee Valley's, I very much experience that, whether I'm visiting the website or whether I'm actually in a location. I very much love the photography. And you're right. The staff really do treat you like a friend. They're sincerely wanting to know what your goals are. It's not just, you know, what can we sell you? They're sincerely interested in your project and also the education experiences that you offer. A chance to see an expert do it or a bit of a hands-on exposure really is helpful. So Peg, you're in Inspired, you've gone to Lee Valley, and many people are looking then for more information. What education does Lee Valley Tools offer to gardeners in addition to what you've already mentioned? Well, Peggy, that's what sets Lee Valley apart, is that we are here to educate. So Mr. Lee, I have to quote Mr. Lee here. He's once said, it may look like we sell tools, but we actually trade in knowledge. And you'll find on our website, we have a dedicated tab and it's called Discover. And what that is, is we're always adding more content to it. And there might be tips and tricks. There might be video demonstrations. Sometimes they're geared more towards, again, the newer gardener. And and it's simple things like... How do you plant seeds in a seed starting tray for the very first time? And we show you all the features and the benefits of of the product. 
But then there's also the the articles or some of the other videos that we have done, and they might be a little more taking it to the next level. So education is what we do. <laughs> it's what we do. I love that. And the, the tab is called Discover. There's something so inviting about that. And also enchanting, almost this element of surprise. Mm-hmm. Well, what will I find today? You say the content is always changing, but also this just truly poetic notion that we aren't selling tools, we're trading knowledge. And when there's a trade of knowledge, that means that the person doing the reading or the person doing the discover also shows up with some knowledge and that there's a trade there. And I I love that idea. Really, really wonderful, the education mandate at Lee Valley Tools. It's really fun to think about the growing process. And uh, we can only go so far, though, as gardeners before Mother Nature comes in and plays (laughs) a role. And uh, pollination is a really big factor. We're thinking more and more about it these days but also really trying to attract pollinators to our gardens so that we have success as growers. Birds are really helpful pollinators. What does Lee Valley Tools offer to help attract birds? We really encourage people to invite birds into their gardens, not just to invite them, but to get them to stay. So we have a range of feeders. Uh, Some of them are for for bigger seeds and peanuts for the bigger birds. We have the mid-range. And the neat thing about that, uh, that bird seed that we carry is that it's from Canadian Wildlife Federation. And 100% of the profit of those bags of seed go back into their bird conservation efforts across Canada. We not only have just the feeders, we have suet feeder, which is really interesting because it doubles as instead of putting suet in it, you can put cotton or uh, natural fibers products in the spring for when birds are making their nests. So there's really, really something for everyone. And and just as you were speaking, Peg, I was just thinking, wow, these are real knowledge holders that have put together this suite and this lineup of attracting birds to our home gardens. I have a colleague who has quite a few sunflowers, but they have been buying um, seeds and feeders from Lee Valley. And in there, they're from a farm and they have counted, they've got about 42 species of birds they've seen. And one of the most rare that I didn't think we even had in this area were bluebirds, but there they are in all their glory in his backyard feeder. So a wonderful way to attract all kinds of birds and what a unique contribution to have the kind of giving back that you do with the seeds, the World Wildlife Federation, but also what you do in terms of putting it back that is regenerative to not only a community, but to the birds themselves. Really wonderful that Lee Valley does all of that. So what a wonderful thing being done and all the decision makers at Lee Valley, kudos to you. (laughs) So it's really obvious that Lee Valley Tools, the whole team really sees themselves as part of the community. Could you expand on that, Peg, please? Well, our stores, uh, we have several stores across Canada, and each of our stores participates in local community activities and events. We have workshop areas in each of our stores where we not only invite local presenters, but then our staff also attends these events. Our video content, we, we bring in lots of knowledgeable people that are out in the community. We don't necessarily bring in the big names. We bring in people that they're just amazing. Their knowledge is incredible. And we want to help them, you know, teach, teach the people in our community. Um, and for the past few years, we have been helping the local community here at head office 
uh, we maintain an ice rink that the city sets up in the park across the street. So with COVID, I think we may not have done that last year, but I'm hoping that uh, that we can get out and do that again. So it's just our way of giving back to the community. Wow. I just was thinking of, we hear the term friends and neighbors, but that's really coming up a lot in the conversation that um, customers are treated like friends. Uh, Lee Valley, very sensitive to communities and giving back and being just, you know, building wonderful relationship as neighbors and, and members of, of the community. Also, the other thing I was thinking of while you were speaking, Peg, is that right now, everyday heroes are something that inspire us all. And you're talking about people that are in communities and have incredible knowledge and you help showcase that. And what a way to highlight everyday heroes and to the back of your very first point, which is everyone can grow something. So thank you very much for that, Peg. You're welcome. After the break, we'll talk about having the right resources and tools for growing and gardening at home with Peg Brule, Content Marketing Specialist for Garden at Lee Valley Tools. This is Food for the Future, and I'm your host, Peggy O'Neill, Home Economist. Welcome back to Food for the Future on 980CFPL and 980CFPL.ca. Here's your host, Peggy O'Neill. Welcome back to Food for the Future. I'm your host, Peggy O'Neill, Home Economist. We've been speaking with Peg Brule, Content Marketing Specialist for Garden at Lee Valley Tools about success in home growing and gardening. Peg, having the right tools is so important to both getting the job done effectively, but also to enjoying the process of working in the garden. What tips do you have for selecting the right tools for the job? Oh, I have lots of tips. <laughs> one, of my, one of my biggest tips is... Invest in good quality tools. Look for things that are smartly designed, that feel comfortable when you're using it. So sometimes it might be a stainless steel or you might pick carbon steel because they're very durable. But for another type of tool, you might pick aluminum because it's lighter. It's not as aggressive, but it will be good for certain tasks. Um, Something else that uh, you want to think about is how much gardening will you be doing? Uh, How much time do you want to spend in your garden? Uh, What kind of garden do you have? And that question is why we actually developed our range of mid-length tools again, because people are growing in raised beds more often than not. So the short tools are too short, long handles are too long. And so pick the better fit that works for you. Some people I used to work at the store and people would come in and they would pick the bigger fork and the bigger spade because, well, they're a better deal. But if they don't fit you, you won't be happy with them. So make sure it's the fit is right. And that goes also for um, our Felco tools. We have a very broad selection of Felco tools. So we have them all. You can try each of them, ask our store reps to help you with this and find the fit that's right for you. I've only recently come to the conclusion that I'm actually left-handed when I, when I prune because I'm always holding my right-handed pruners, which I've had for 20 some years in my left hand. And so if I was to go out and get another one, I would get left-handed pruners. And sometimes it's about time. A good tip is what do you want to save? Do you want to save time? So maybe you get a timer for your watering system or put down mulch because you don't want to be weeding all the time. So it's just little things like that that make the job less of a chore and more of an enjoyment. 
Wonderful. So you had mentioned fit a couple of times, and we often think about the design of our garden, what's going to be planted where, but we don't often think about that with our tools. And you gave us some incredible tips to keep in mind the form, right? From what length it is to what it's made of, but also its function. Are you going to be using it for multiple tasks or for something special? What do you need it to do? And also you had mentioned trying it out. So go and seeing, okay, you know what? I'm actually gravitating to holding my clippers or whatever in my left hand, even them otherwise right-handed. Wonderful tips, Peg. And the thing that I love the most that you said is to the degree that you can invest in quality tools. We often think of heirloom items and families. We think of it being furniture or other items, but good tools will last very, very long. I think that that's one of the things that I appreciate when I'm at Lee Valley is just the the incredible quality. And for my dignity, I won't say how long I've had my tools. (laughs) I won't get into that. (laughs) That's just it though. Like it's these tools should be an investment. Don't buy it once. That's right. So therefore also, you know, we hear about buy me once and environmentalism. And so certainly getting the right tools that'll last you a lifetime and can maybe share with your children when they're ready to garden. And uh, really that environmental impact is less as well if you keep your tools and, and love them for a long time. So as we've been speaking, Peg, I can tell not only do you love what you do at Lee Valley, but you also love gardening. So I'd love to know What do you like to grow and how did you get started? Ah, well, let's start with how did I get started? I grew up on a farm and we had a very big garden that I was forced to do a lot of weeding in, but it gave me a real appreciation for where my food comes from. And that's always been really important to me. I don't buy the boxed stuff when I can make it or grow it myself. Um, And what do I love to grow? I grow everything. Uh, My sunroom in the springtime is loaded with petunias from seed that we collected last year. Um, Lots of vegetables that we grow. Our vegetable garden is about 30 by 60. And believe it or not, after many, many years of growing, this is the first year that I've ever planted garlic. So I'm excited to see how that's going to go next year. I've been wanting to do it for years. And every year I, I pick something new, like this year it was cucamelons and, you know, next year it's, it's garlic and who knows what it will be after that. I have all kinds of perennial beds, lots of, lots of um, fruiting plants and berries. I grow hascaps. And the first year that I got those, I was so happy when I put them in. And then my ducks and geese ate them all. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So there's two things you mentioned I'd like to find out more about. What is a cucamelon? They are, they look like a watermelon, but they are about maybe an inch and a half long. You just pop them like um, cherry tomatoes. Oh, really? Oh, wow. it's delicious. Nice little oh, crunch wow. to them. Mm-hmm. Okay, wonderful. Um, and then the other thing was the hascaps. Are those berries? They are like a blueberry. So okay. they're like an elongated blueberry. Okay. And they pack a real punch when it comes to the nutritional value. Mm. Uh, they, they taste pretty much like a blueberry. Um, mm. Mine, I tend to pick them when they're a little more tart. Um, but like blueberries, you have the males and the females. You need different kinds in order to bear fruit. Mm. Uh, but they are absolutely delicious. And they're very easy to grow, pretty much pest free. You don't need They don't need a lot of work. They're very hardy, very far north. Definitely helpful to know as we look when we get into, you know, shorter growing seasons that the Haskap berry is something that is an option for 
uh, northern or more cold areas where uh, blueberries might not be hardy. So that's really, really wonderful. And I can just see all of the, you know, beautiful seasons coming and going across the garden, having a lot of fun in the garden. That's wonderful. Thank you for sharing, Peg, with us uh, what you love to do in your own garden and how you use your Lee Valley tools. In this show, we try to bring the humanities, so history, philosophy, creativity to today's food dialogue. And I'm wondering, how do you think these approaches relate to home gardening? Oh, well, gardening is very much a connection. So whether it's a connection with the earth, between the gardener and the earth, a connection from gardener to gardener, friend to neighbor, um, people love to share. They love to share their stories of their successes. They love to share their bounty. You know, gardening is very much not competitive, but collaborative. And and I think that that's, that really comes through, you know, in, in the things that we promote on our, on our site, like it's in our, again, in our discover tab, it's, here's how to, here's how to grow more so you can share. And, and when we do live streams, we're sharing, we bring people in to say, you know, what, what are your comments as we're doing this? I think that's amazing. You mentioned connections, you mentioned community, that it's not competitive, that the generosity of people in gardening to share either seeds or knowledge or uh, whatever that is. And I think that that's very unifying. And I think that's something that we all need right now. The show is called Food for the Future. And how does supporting family-owned businesses like Lee Valley Tools help us find the way forward together, Peg? Everybody should be supporting family-owned businesses, whether they're big or whether they're small. We wouldn't have an economy without all of the little guys, all the little players. And by supporting each other, by propping each other up, you know, it is, like you say, it's a sense of community, but it's, it's pride and it, it helps you want to help even more. And that's really what we need these days. You know, we need to prop each other up and be positive. Yeah, I I couldn't agree more, Peg, that, you know, we can feel overwhelmed by a lot in the environment right now. However, families, helping families, whether that's people who need things for their gardens, uh, tools and bird feeders and bird seeds and anything else offered at Lee Valley, or whether it's just knowing that we're supporting people who are employing families, having done something themselves to be able to remain a family business. And I think that's really, really important. It's something that I appreciate putting my dollars towards is uh, family-owned organizations or businesses as well. And Peg, I would talk to you all day because I find you so interesting, but we're out of time. And I'm wondering if you have any final thoughts you'd like to share with our listeners. Well, I just want people to know that if they've ever been thinking of starting to grow their own food, go for it. I mean, maybe start small. You may want a little countertop planter. Or maybe you've already done that. You're ready to take it to the next step. I would encourage your listeners to just step into one of our stores or go on to our website. There's a fountain of knowledge out there and gardening is so enjoyable and so rewarding. Yeah, I, I agree. And I, I love being, you know, being in the same time and place. You've got to watch the sun. You've got to watch the rain. You've got to know what, how long your growing season is. So there's something very extroverting about having to take all of that in and be part of the cycle of nature, whether that's a seed growing on your windowsill or whether that's something broader. I, I couldn't agree with you more. Thank you very, very much for our inspiring conversation today, Peg. I'm dreaming of a green summer in my flourishing garden, thanks to your advice. So I'm happy to have had you here today. Oh, well, thank you, Peggy. It was my pleasure. We were so happy to have you, Peg.
Today on Food for the Future, we've been speaking with Peg Brule, content marketing specialist for Garden at Lee Valley Tools about successful home growing and gardening. Each week, we leave you with something to talk about and something to do. Something to talk about? What could you grow at home next season? Something to do? Visit leevalley.com for gardening inspiration, resources, and much more. Next week on the show, we return to the series Back to the Future, where we talk about soil health and rejuvenation. I'm your host, Peggy O'Neill, Home Economist, and you've been listening to the weekly show, Food for the Future. Thank you to our platinum-level sponsors, Burnbrae Farms, Eggs for Life, and the Middlesex London Food Policy Council. Food for the Future with Peggy O'Neill airs every Saturday at 8.30 on 980 CFPL and 980 CFPL.ca.